Never. Oh, you just won't stop chomping out of my ear holes. Filthy. As my granddad would say, you filthy rotten pig. I just like, I wanted to get up really early, but I just laid in bed till like 12 o'clock thinking, thinking horny thoughts. Ooh. Did you? Oh, like you. Ugh. Was it vanilla? You Was know, it vanilla with a jazz, jazz music you background? Know how long, you know how long it's been since I've had sex? A long time. Mm. So will you stop <laughs> coughing and chew it in that fucking mic? <laughs> I can hear it in surround sound. Okay. <laughs> Ain't nothing uh, but a holiday. Um, what, what, um, should I try a different table? But I'm here to stay. What does it what does, okay, yeah, you can try that. But what okay. does it say? Me what about input? Charlie, shut up! Somebody get this girl laid. <laughs> Ooh, damn. <laughs> Somebody get this girl a penis stat. Yeah, come around, Gory. (laughs) I'm aroused. Say it again. Say it again. You don't have a penis. I need a penis. I'll put one on. If I drink enough, I will be able to plow you with a strap on, Gory, I'm sure. Okay. Rest assured, you know, relax. What does it say on input when you go on your your settings? Oh, nothing at all. Input. On input, it says... Yeah. What does that mean in technical terms, Gory? It says pro microphone built in. There's not. It's not picking this up at all. Try restarting. Restart my computer. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. All right, all right, Dennis. In a bit, bye. You keep chomping him up, and your mic is upsetting me. Sounds like a fanny chomping. A chomping fanny. Mine mm. doesn't chomp, and I don't know what yours well, has been up that's to. That's embarrassing for you. You know, <laughs> clearly not got all the latest tech. Oh shit! Yeah. I haven't got the latest software update on mine. Nope. <laughs> you might want to cut that out. That is embarrassing for you. Ch- chomp 3.0. The chomper 3.0. <laughs> chomper 9.0. Even better. I I don't know what you want from me, Corey. Um, silence. Just silence. <laughs> I've been looking at. Chandeliers. I think I might get this chandelier for my bedroom. Oh, chandelier. Oh. I want to swing from the chandelier. All, all I want is like, though, you know, the, the fringed mm. thing. But they're so hard to find. Well, that's because most people skipped them a couple of decades ago. They're very rare, it seems. Why don't you just get some chandeliers, like, you know? No. Me. Why don't you get the. <laughs> That's exactly the face I'd pull if someone was like, why don't you get one of these like old fringe things for your room? I'd be like, oh, no. I'd rather shoot my own face off. Thanks. <laughs> for my bedroom, I'm going to get a Russian mirror to give you the chandeliers. So this, this one, yeah. Don't know why I'm asking you. You like fringed lights, but yeah. so there's that one. But I, I do want a mirror like that as well. Like I want a massive one, like a huge one. Do you? But I have a massive mirror in here, but I kind of like, it doesn't even have a frame on it. I kind of want like one with a big frame on it. Ideally, I could just get someone to put a frame around that one I already have because it's huge. Just put it on the ceiling. Put the one with no frame on the ceiling above uh, your bed. In the, above the bed, yeah. That's a good The first time I saw, oh wow, does it look like that from that angle? Mm. 
Shall we take the mirror down? Well, maybe you know me. This podcast can just be you in the background going. <laughs> and you have to convey your thoughts on something to us via Morse code. And you have no thoughts, so it'll just be like a. You know, like in the hospital, personality dead. Just try and fix it after we're done, Naomi, and let me know if you have any questions. And if you can't, you're off the pod. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I I think it's something wrong with my computer. It's just been really weird. So annoying because it's only been two years, and I think I'm just outside of my warranty as well. So uh, I'm gonna have to pay like at least five hundred quid to get it fixed. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't deny it. And now we can't hear anyone because Charlie's screaming. You're not annoyed, but you're not irritated by that, are you, Gory? (laughs) I would say that pot, that pot of kettle black, given that you've spent all morning chomping into your mic. Poor people listening. I'm sorry. I apologise on her behalf. And I can't deny it. Many times I thought of cutting up what my heart just earned. I'm going to roll myself up. In our baby balls. my big balls. <laughs> With my big balls. <laughs> and I. Thank you and good night, guys. I've been Charlie. See you later. Bye. Good riddance. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Shit. Should we do a fucking podcast or what, mate? You know, some of us got places to be. Right. So. On this episode, we are talking about what is happening in Iran. Um, and I'm sure everyone or most people will be aware that there is a huge movement that is happening in Iran right now. Mm-hmm. And I personally think it is absolutely incredible uh, I think the people that are leading it are so inspirational and so brave. So what started off as a women's movement um, has now spread and become a movement in which the people of Iran are essentially protesting various areas of corruption and inequality and injustice that they are not happy with in their country and they have been posting online on social media um um, hashtag for whatever hashtag for whatever as in like i'm protesting for this reason i'm i'm protesting because my mum is forced to wear a hijab i'm protesting because um our government is corrupt, blah, 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 blah. And it's so powerful um, for me because the this is a regime that will kill people and that is killing people. Mm-hmm. And to stand up to that... How many people have, have dead so far? Like 300? Oh. 300 people dead yeah. so far? 
or something yeah like that. I yeah I've seen different numbers to be fair I've seen like around 200 300 mark Because they're trying, they're trying to like suppress things on like, like it's so hard to like even get like videos out on social media because they're like, yeah they're suppressing everything, aren't they? The, the government. of course and that's what's making this movement so powerful is the use of social media so there have been protests in Iran before um women protesting people protesting um uh again like corrupt governments or the shah meaning the king but the difference of this one is that it's being led by young people who are tech savvy and so they're able to get these videos online and then that puts pressure on the regime because if it's online that means the world is watching Mm we hmm can see the thing I, the thing that yeah that is one of the things that occurred to me like when looking at all of this is that there's so there's so many negatives that come out of social media and misinformation etc but this is an example of a huge positive these people love it can see a different way of life for women yeah and they can communicate and get across what's happening so that yes the world can be horrified alongside them I fucking love it uh, we probably need to talk a little we, we need to mention why it's happened Mm. yeah don't so we what lit the flame so my end is well we know what lit the flame but even going even further back than that then um is it 1979 mm hmm there was a previous government in iran There was a that was the monarch that was in at this point. oh It was was it the star, the king, yeah uh-huh and then nineteen seventy nine was the revolution. uh-huh that was supposed to get rid of the violence and bullying and treatment of women and etc but essentially they replaced this tell me correct me if i'm wrong but my understanding is they replaced the same with the same and they Hmm. Well, just continued to bully the well. people Well, my understanding was that um, at that point, if you were a middle-class woman, and this was even under the Shah, if you were a middle-class woman, perhaps in a slightly more westernised household, then there were freedoms that you had. As in, like, you could be out wearing miniskirts. Like, there was a sexual revolution that happened. But if you were in a more... religious household then you were and poorer then you were ultimately suppressed and there were It's interesting, isn't it? it is interesting um to the point that in some religious households women would not be allowed to go to universities because of i don't know i can only guess the things that they would learner things that we would consider liberating and maybe perhaps a, a, a religious household would see as um like i don't know like western filth i guess um i think as well like so you had this like modernization like or whatever that was that was happening to a degree and there Mm were hmm some people but then also like the shah was corrupt and also placed there by the west as well so there's a dem democratically elected government that had been there before and then we helped to get rid of that because this this person wanted to nationalize like it was saying in that video gory wanted hmm to nationalize oil and the yeah west was like no no that's not gonna work for us and then um, <laughs> mm. a, a monarchy
And so there was like all this inequality and like poverty, like pe some people had so much and some people had so little. Some people felt left behind by the modernization, I think, that was happening. And um, that would be the religious working class and people weren't happy. So then like a revolution started that was apparently initially led by left-wing intellectuals from mm. what I can understand. Oh, I hate them. <laughs> then, Liberal and, elite. And then <laughs> overtaken by... Guardian reading Wokies. Yeah, <laughs> Wokies. <laughs> but I tell you what, though, I don't think they were very woke in terms of wanting to revol revolutionise for women. Well, I don't no. think. Of course not. It's a, it, it's a side note, isn't it? Yeah, it was like kind of like, from my understanding... Anyone in the comments, feel free to correct us, obviously. But my understanding is that it was like very much a male-centered revolution. Mm -hmm. And then, um, anyway, and then it was like started with like left-wing intellectuals and then taken over by Islamic extremists. Mm -hmm. And then it became like the Islamic revolution, which kind of centered suppressing women quite quickly as well so it was not revolutionary for women at all was it revolutionary for men actually i'm not sure to be honest with you i mean they're, they're not really important anywhere this so yeah okay <laughs> um, but i mean okay but today we're talking about women and what happened so this there was talk of women being like wearing the hijab but at first it was like it's a choice and then quite quickly, they were handing out hijabs. And it was like, it's no longer a choice. Mm -hmm. And I am not sure if that is when the morality police started. I find mm -hmm. the concept of that so interesting. Yes, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. have it in like um, Saudi Arabia. It's like a George well, Orwell book, the, isn't it? The morality mm. police, or like the, 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 or they call it like religious police or whatever, don't they? It's... Yeah. Yeah. It's a crazy concept. Yeah, so like a frightening think, concept. Yeah. yeah, very, very frightening, especially if you're a woman. I think mm. initially it was kind of sold as okay. So obviously it was like sold from, sold from a religious um, point of view, as in like you know we're gonna look after you and keep you on the right track to God. But then really it became more about keeping women in line. Mm. that's my understanding of it mm -hmm. from what I can understand women are targeted much more by the morality police than men are but again that could be wrong but I know there are confessions forced confessions on tv um from women who have broken the rules on tv forced confessions yes yeah, so yeah, I've not heard of that so there's a woman recently who is a competitive climber mm. from Iran. Mm -hmm. And she recently competed in South Korea and she was not wearing her hijab. Mm -hmm. Now, everyone understood that to be a sign of her, um, her protest, her standing with the women of Iran saying enough is enough. And mm. that was her showing her solidarity. Now, when she arrived back in Tehran, she received like a hero's welcome. 
But then she went on TV and said that it wasn't, it was not intentional, that actually she had just forgotten to put her hijab on mm. and apologise. Now, Iran has history of wow. forcing women to apologise mm. for breaking the rules. Mm. Uh, on TV. Disgusting. God, it's just, it sounds like Gilead, doesn't it? Yeah. So very. she was forced oh. to apologise for not wearing a hijab on, on this is, well, national this is, TV. Yeah, well, this is what everyone thinks. Because they, they think she was forced, but they're not yeah, sure absolutely. she was forced. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not uncommon for women to be forced mm-hmm. to apologize for their sinful, sinful ways. In, yeah. But... I mean, where'd you draw the line at forced anyway? Because like maybe she wasn't forced, but she just knew that her life would be a living fucking hell if she did. Well, there you go. Mm. There you go. Either way, yeah. there's that pressure there mm-hmm. as a woman to do as you're told. Yeah. Um why do they even want women to wear a hijab anyway? So that men can't, so that they can't be sexual figures. It's just control, because isn't men it? can't it's control their like... urges. Well, that's that's what happened to Massa Imini. So, so apparently that's not even her real name because she's yeah. Kurdish, and for some reason they don't allow the women to have their actual names used. I've forgotten what her real name is. Was it Joni? Yeah. We'll look it up. Um, that video that we watched, it was saying that with the fall of the Kurdish Empire meant that Kurdish people placed in like different areas or migrated to different areas, they are they are people who've been oppressed mm. like throughout the Middle East. Yeah. But I'm not, I don't know why that's happened. But I mean, it happens, doesn't it? We, like humans, we do that, don't we? We decide that we don't like the people and a yeah. dominant race will say, your scum and we know better. Mm-hmm. And, and so like it was saying that their their language, their ways of living, even as we see through Massa, their names mm-hmm. just all suppressed. Yeah. And they sort of like I, I believe the police mm-hmm. made up stories about her as well, like trying to say that she was um trying to make some sort of statement by not wearing her hijab properly. And like yeah. saying that she was like politically active and stuff, whereas in reality, all of her friends and family were like she was not like politically active. She was very sort of like shy and reserved and didn't never wanted to like cause any sort of fuss. Yeah. And what even if she was politically active, I know it still doesn't make it okay. But like it's the no. but the police were like making up these stories to make it sound like they yeah, were, they yeah, to to make it sound like they were trying to like. Um, mm hold her down while she was like fighting the police but she actually wasn't doing any of that they they just like there's like loads of witnesses saying that the, the police just like beat her up basically for no reason well we need to explain i think we do need to explain that like as in like what happened to massa meaning well she was wearing a hijab but not properly mm, um, and she was and she was visit she was visiting tehran wasn't she yeah yeah the, the, that's the cap the capital of iran yeah from her town or- yeah yeah village yeah and she had her hijab on but they told her that too much and she was visiting with her brother yeah mm-hmm. she was told that her hijab wasn't on properly so some of her hair was showing 
but apparently the way in which she was wearing her hijab would be typical of many young Iranians. Mm -hmm. So again, I think maybe the, the, the element of her being Kurdish probably comes into it. Um, Possibly. And it's interesting that that's not being discussed more. Mm. Um, so then she so was it was it wasn't just anti women then it was anti Kurdish you think by the police. I think so. That's a big part of it. I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay. if she like if like Gori was saying as well, the fact that Massa is not what she'd be called at home. It's like Mm. a formal name because Kurdish people are not supposed to use I mean, their actual Kurdish names. I yeah, mean, I mean, like that's like oppression in a tin, isn't it? Yeah, massively. It's like mm. we, we we'll tell you what your identity is actually. Yeah, and then she was arrested, and I imagine that her her brother must have been arrested separately, or maybe he wasn't arrested because he obviously wasn't. There was no hijab or anything for him to think about, but something mm -hmm. happened. in that van in this mm. van and usually the police in iran you wear body cameras for some reason those cameras weren't nobody working was wearing it mm. um there were cameras in the van somehow they weren't working either mm -hmm. which is um <laughs> sounds convenient. like russia and he just fell out a window yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah oh yeah. not a Not again. Not again. My Somebody God. get those window risk assessments. Yeah, sometime. yeah. God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the cameras, they just weren't on. Yeah. Never on. <laughs> Can't see that. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then later on, there's footage. See, there's footage of her at the police station, I think it is. And she's speaking to someone. And then she just collapses. And then she's taken to hospital where she falls into a coma and she dies. And then very shortly after that is her funeral. And that essentially is where the protests start. Because the police are saying, well, you know, she had a heart condition. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, family like made that she up. was... Yeah, she had a heart condition, did she? Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not one that um, anyone had known about until now. No. Oh. Uh, it must have not been a window nearby, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. So uh, you know, her family are like, well, actually, she was young and healthy and had no prior history of a heart condition. Mm. You know, calling foul, foul, um, foul play, mm. and also. people who worked at the hospital um, said that she died from a blunt forced trauma to the mm -hmm. head. And yeah. so the two, there were two women who were at the funeral and they put this story out. That's like, they start, well, not started, but they, but they, they got the story out there. And mm -hmm. I'm not sure if they're still, but they were arrested. these yeah. two like young female journalists and I'm not mm. sure if they are free yet either or what's happened to them so like with um a movement other people in Iran are saying now don't call it a movement it's a revolution now mm. like with something like this there has to be like tension that mm. is building up for a long time like it really reminds me of um there are some similarities to the Black Lives Matter movement whereby mm -hmm. people Where there was this just had enough. Up. Yeah. yeah, and then George Floyd was like 
the flame mm-hmm. you know, to the to, to this the fuel that's already yeah. there. The ignition, exactly. Yeah. And Massa Imini, she was the she was the flame to the ignition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're done. Like enough. And I think what's made this so powerful is the fact that men have joined in and men have mm. realized, hold on a second, if we want freedom for ourselves, we also need to support the women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we yeah. all need to be in this together. Yeah. That's what is like fucking incredible about this. Mm. People from different walks of life, um, just like across Iran, just standing together and saying enough. Yeah. But that the thing is with previous revolutions that have happened, they have been able to quell them in in part by saying we'll make economic changes mm. whereas this what they are asking for is for a new re- regime mm. they want a new constitution the uh, a democratically elected um government and now this is not something that this regime can give them they mm. don't want to change yeah so what will they do wow they're going to fight back. So the the woman I wanted to talk about, I don't want to say her name wrong, but Hadis Hadis Najafi, you familiar okay. with her? Mm-mm. No. So she's now the, become the face of the protests. Mm. She's a 23-year-old TikToker. And mm. there's footage of her going out to the protest. Yeah, I've heard of this. Oh, yeah. I've heard about this actually. Yeah. Yeah. And then and her saying she, you know, she's really hopeful of change. And then she was shot dead. Now, again, it, it strikes a chord when you when you say in relation to the police cover up because there's it's written about that, that the police have tried to get them to say that it was nothing to do with the police, but and and trying to silence the family, etc. But the reality appears to be that she was shot six times by the police. Really? Um, 23, yeah, twenty three year old woman. Yeah. There's, well, there's some reports that say she's 20 and some reports that say she's 23, but like a beautiful um, woman in her, in her early 20s. Mm. And I, I'm just so proud. Mm. Of the, I, like, I, I just, I just wish there was more we could do because I look at her mm. and I am just so proud of these women going out there. Oh, because sometimes I, I, sometimes I despair at, at the women in our own country mm. and how we've got all these freedoms and, and this voice and we don't use it. And we're too bothered. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. I like. I. Uh, I don't know. I'm just. I, I don't. In, see, in our country, I don't even think it's like, a, just a woman thing. I think it's just like a people-wide thing. I think mm-hmm. because we're generally quite comfortable, and yeah. we're not facing a regime that's going to kill us. So we're we just kind complacent. of just like plod on. Yeah. Yeah. And like we don't give a shit about climate change, but. I mean, I'm not talking about we, but like people, young people, a lot of young people. A lot of young people are there. Do you think? I mean, it could just yeah. be where we live, the difference in where we live. Yeah. But like a small town mindset, I guess. But too interested in like the latest Zara trends and, you know, the Kardashians. And I just despair. I despair because I just. I wouldn't say I don't know anybody who's interested in that, but that's probably because of the people. I hang I'm, out with like in a city. Well, I'm pleased you guys made it into city. I haven't yet. Charlie, right? you need to get out of that place. I, Just I know, please but I have move. A child. I have a child. <laughs> I will. I will. I will. Give me a couple of years. I will. 
Um, yeah. But at the minute, at the minute, I have your to, brain is going to rot in that little town. My brain is not rotting. <laughs> it means I've got to fight harder. I mean, it probably just gives me a, a more ingrained sense of pesticism. 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 Ingrained pesticide. <laughs> yeah, it's pesticism. Pesticism. Pessimistic. Yeah. 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 I guess. Pessimism. Yeah. Oh, the word's not working. Pessimism. 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 That's it. Pessimism. <laughs> that sounded right um, then until I realised it was pessimism. <laughs> is it? Oh, I don't fucking know anymore. Pessimism. Anyway. Yeah, I want to get to a city. So, yeah, I find that. But I just look at these women. I just think you're so brave. They are so brave. Yeah. You're so brave going out there and fighting. And, yeah, I just, I just want to be with them. You want to be fighting with them. Well, I don't want to be shot dead, but like I want, I wish there was a way that we. <laughs> I want to be fighting oh, with them with a bulletproof vest on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, you know, I wish there was some more we could do. Yeah. I mean, what can we do? I think it's good that we're using this platform that we have to talk about yeah, it. It's good just to really talk about important. it. And, yeah. Just be very aware of what's going on and being very vocal about supporting them, I suppose, is. Well, this mm-hmm. is the thing, like, like, you know, we shouldn't underestimate as well the power of social media. We're not saying mm-hmm. that we're going to make some, like, huge difference, but the fact that we are talking about it and we are putting it out there, that is really important. And that's mm-hmm. part of the reason why the regime is trying to, to stop people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's, that's why they're trying to, like, suppress any videos or anything, like, getting out mm-hmm. of the country. Right. One thing that's really incredible about this movement is that it's not fracturing. You know, like with the BLM movement, there were people mm-hmm. who were like, all lives matter. Mm. People are, you know, mm. but there's nothing happening like that there. It just seems like everyone is on board. And mm. also there doesn't seem to be like a specific leader. Mm. So I think that makes it harder. Yeah, they have like loads of clerics, don't they? Mm. Who just sort of like rule with like with their religious morals. But I mean of I mean of this movement there doesn't seem to be a oh, no, yeah. leader so it's hard to shut hard it to down. Sh- yeah. yeah. But they've been like they've been like ripping the the uh, turbans off these cleric guys haven't they in the street have you seen that? Yeah. I don't love that. I don't agree with that. Um I mean but... if they're condoning the deaths of young women for wearing a hijab for not wearing a hijab then Rip it off, mate. If you're a cleric, can't you just sort of saying, I'm on board with all of this by yes, default? I don't, I, I don't know. There's women, isn't there, cutting their hair at people's funerals in protest? Yeah. yeah. And, and Are they not uh, allowed to cut their hair as well then? Is that why they're doing well, that? Well, I think it's, they're not allowed to have their hair out openly. Mm. Could be wrong, but to cut mm. your hair openly. <laughs> yeah. Women have been burning their hijabs in the street. One woman cut her hair in parliament celebrities have been cutting their hair in solidarity mm-hmm. it's, it's fucking amazing one of the things the thing with this country is we're so fucking our media is so right wing mm. so mm-hmm. when someone does try and stand up for what's right or stand up for like against corruption and for working class people they are shut down like that's mm. personally how i feel about um the railway strikes like mm-hmm. i understand that they are annoying yeah and inconvenient but the way that i've heard like working class people be like yeah. my my sister is a nurse and you don't see her protesting even though the nurses are about to go on strike but anyway, well, we'll, get well perhaps she should 
but that's yeah. what that's what I mean. That's the thing. Yeah. She, she yeah. probably should be. Yeah. Like, like with what, what's it called Mick Lynch, the leader yeah. of the RMT, so smart, like so um, eloquent in explaining why they're doing what they're doing. But our media's just done done such a. I don't know if they've done a good job at it, but they've really attempted to make him look like a selfish irritant. Mm. They've given one-liners to people who can only digest one-liners. They've given people. They've given a simple narrative to people who don't critically analyse, and I'm happy to believe that. I think people just like don't necessarily recognise their own oppression. Well, no. I think. I think. I don't necessarily think it's just that people are like. I think it's people are told to just be happy with your lot. Be happy with your lot. Stop complaining. Meanwhile, fat cats at the top are taking mm. everything that they can and we are told to shut up and they are in yeah. shut up, stop complaining, look how little other people have, be grateful for your lot. Yeah. I don't know. I just think people are, are fed a narrative. I can remember listening to a, like a Radio 4 discussion once about austerity where somebody was like, well, if you know you're struggling, you should just get another, I would just get another, get like another part-time job. Mm. No, don't get another fucking part-time yeah, job. Fuck Life is precious, mate. Oh. You're only going to get one, you know, on balance of probability. Mm. So, no. Why would you get another job? Why are you not furious? Mm. Look at these people above you. They're not getting another job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They don't even have a job. No, yeah. exactly. Apart from watching the dividends come in on their shares. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember, Michelin. like, Mick Lynch being interviewed on TV and, like, the presenter saying, are you a Marxist? And, like, Mick Lynch is like, like what, what the yeah. fuck? Like, yeah, like, as if, like, that was meant to, like, scare people off. Like, oh, yeah, no, no, he's a Marxist. <laughs> like, most people don't even know what that means. They're just, like, they're conditioned to to think that the word Truly. Marxism is just, like, anything bad. Yeah. Marxism, communi- communism, socialism, yeah. socialism. Yeah. Dirty words. Yeah, I know. And if, any, if anyone, like... And they don't even know what it means, like, most no. of them. <laughs> well, communism didn't work, did it? Oh, yeah, loads, loads <sighs> of people died under communism. You know how many fucking people have died under capitalism? Probably mm. fucking millions more. <laughs> communism didn't work, did it? Do you mm, even know what work. communism is? And any system is only as good as the corrupt leader at the top of it. Mm. I often say this. Oh, you often say this. Yes. Speaking, speak, yeah, because, I mean, one version of communism is not going to be another version of communism. It's, like, it's too easy to put labels on things. Uh, yeah, I also mm. don't think that anyone's done it properly. No, uh, it's always the corrupt leader. They're never like uh, getting equal shares of anything. I exactly. is that really communism? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, one of the things I would say in terms of women's rights is that we're very clear that we've got it better, and I mean, we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, the West, I mean, I've been watching every like, I've got two pages that I've got open on my phone, like internet at the moment. One is. Parisian mirrors because I'm making the choice about which Parisian mirror I should get next first world problems and the other is I am watching and waiting for the results of the US Senate um, oh yeah because yeah. if that if that goes to the Republicans it doesn't look then, like it's gonna well that's very good yeah but if it does and it's finally balanced that's another block on women's rights yeah. and another block on reinstating Roe v. Wade I think a lot yeah a lot of people were pissed off about abortion which I think is swaying that because they did they did actually go against like what most people want with that with with Roe v. Wade so I think they're like fucking pissed at that Mm -hmm. so they've they've kind of shot themselves in the foot with that one really I Mm. guess but 
I'm looking at it. I mean, I, I don't pretend to understand it as much as I should. And if I had more time, I'd like to. Mm. Same with Iran. I'd like to understand it better. I, I don't. Mm. But at the minute, they're saying 46 seats Democrats, um, GOP 48. Mm-hmm. And the, GOP, the GOP have lost one seat and and um, the Democrats have gained one seat. But there's only, I think we've got the results of 31 out of 35 see so there's only four to go so that isn't going to be a landslide either way this is very like i don't think this is finally about and it this is going to have a massive impact on what um the president of america and the the democrats can do in terms of protecting women's rights and i just think like our own rights are very finely protected at the moment but yeah that could change but like you know you were saying so they did predict or what, like they'd been saying in America there was going to be a red wave, which just made me think of periods, but it was supposed, <laughs> to, supposed to be the Republic, um, um, the, the Republican Party taken over, which isn't what's happened, even if it is close now. And also, you know, you were saying before about young people not being invested enough in the future. I really think they are. And, I've, and they've been saying that the people... The, it's Gen Z that have carried this election mm. well in America. So perhaps, mm-hmm. perhaps, maybe. yeah. So maybe I just like need well to get out. They were, yeah, they weren't time. expecting them to like come out and vote, but they just fucking did. I think because yeah. like, because of abortion and because I think because of like student loan mm. uh, debts and stuff like that as well. I think that yeah, they all came out and voted. And, mm. Yeah, which I was really pleased about because I I get the impression that especially in America that a lot of young people are, are like just losing all hope in what voting can do and um but i think like also the other side of kind of started thinking that as well so that's another way in which the gop and like all the republicans have shot themselves in the foot because they've basically been going around saying this election is rigged and your vote doesn't mean anything anymore so a a lot of them were probably thinking well it doesn't matter if i fucking vote then does it because it's going to be rigged anyway like even donald trump was saying oh if if we win the house then um i should get all the credit and if we don't win the house then i should not be blamed at all like <laughs> he literally said yeah. that which is just hilarious that is, but that like, is so yeah. donald yeah that is so, oh, donald. so donald oh, mr trump <laughs> but but yeah no i think i think they shot themselves in the foot with that because obviously they're thinking well it doesn't matter if i vote or not because if we don't win then we should just do another insurrection like that's how we win now we just do insurrections we don't bother voting <laughs> god so yeah i mean yeah i think obviously that's not the picture in the uk but who knows it just i mean america's obviously like far more right wing and it's troubled it's a troubled country but like i mean but we rely on it it's how it's a massive gigantic safeguard for us europe on its own it's not that big europe fucking hates us now as well so well well we're still in europe They don't hate us. They're just like I asked my Dutch relatives. I was like, "So what? What is the perception um, of of England? Like with the vote leave?" And she, she was just like, mm, "England is troubled." <laughs> yeah. Are you a yeah. diplomat? Yeah, we just we just lost. I think she might have said, "We're lost. We're lost." I think education mm. needs lost. to be improved, and then people are not will not be so fucking easily swinged by ridiculous like one liners. Swinged, swung. Yeah, education is. Yeah, then people might might be able to like do talking better (laughs) and all that. You know, not like me. I can talk proper. It is pessimism, not pessimism. Pessimism. I yeah, pessimism. We've already we've already established. I say, you said pessimism. (laughs) 
<laughs> did I? Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. We're all so good at talking here. What did I say again? Pessimism. Us, us grammar school students here. Pessimism. 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 Well, look, Gory, you've swinged it for me. That's all I can yeah. say. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think people need to be encouraged to look at alternative news outlets as well. I think that a lot mm. of our mainstream ones are just not trustworthy. Mm. I mean, could we recommend any to people? See, I, one that I really like, but that is very... I, like, are we not preaching to the converted? I don't think we attract any right-wingers, <laughs> do we? I don't know. But people might not know, like... Barely. Not everyone will know, like, alternative news sources. Mm. I, list, I really like Navara Media, which is very left. Mm-hmm. It might not be for everyone, but I really like them. Yeah, I like their, I like their stuff. Yeah. The one that you sent that video from um, Gory, what was it? DDM? I'll double, double Down News, DDM. Double Down News. I really yeah, like that They're video. good. Look at more of I like their uh, George Monbiot videos. Have you watched any of those? No. He just like sort of stands in his like garden or something, just like doing really serious like like speeches with like scary music behind him. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you fucking tell him, George. I love you, George. Yeah. yeah, I just like Stuart Lee columns in the Guardian. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, big fan of the Guardian. Big fan of old Stu. Old yeah, Stu. I feel like the I feel like the Guardian's the only outlet that proper covers climate change, which I feel is the most mm. important thing we could possibly be talking about. Yeah, but Gory, the Kardashians might have had a fight. That's more important. <laughs> Do you remember that first time that Daniel Simonson did like a, uh, his little bit on. Also, how was good news? He did like a fourteen minutes set. Yeah, <clears throat> and then yeah. and that ah oh, cried laughing at that. And then we went to see him, didn't we, at Edinburgh? And it yeah. wasn't that good. It was a bit weird. It, he he just like had a bit of a mental breakdown on stage. It was very yeah. awkward. It was we it was weird, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Well, who saw this person, at Edinburgh? Yeah, we went to Edinburgh. Do you not remember Daniel Simonson? No. He did like a really really funny set. Really funny, like on Russell Howe's Good News and then when um Good all one. about like so- social anxiety and he's got an excellent voice so like like so it's the voice that Charlie like, gives every child it's and, the voice and animal I now I've clung on to it <laughs> and every single pet and child I've had yeah. since only one child I don't even remember seeing voice. that he does he does like right so for example like this is his voice what would it, what would it be like it was like, so awkward you yeah. probably blocked it out of your brain to be honest no, no, no. yeah but no but the, this the one he did on russell howard's good news was not awkward yeah um, yeah so he like he did one he was like i don't really like when the people say oh man it was so funny i shut my pants because i think if that really happen you wouldn't tell it to anybody but you'd probably be more like <laughs> I have to go home. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was like I want to send you the link after because, like, it the, the, that fourteen minute set was so funny. And then we went to see him in Edinburgh, and we should do that again, actually. But this we time should we should go back to hotels. Edinburgh. Yeah, let's do it with, with hotels for the last time. I think we've I think we've established by now that we'd never stay in a hostel you ever again. In a fucking hostel bed with with toenail clippings embedded into the carpet next to me. I will never forgive you for that. At least you got to flash your fanny to the people in our room. 
Yeah. Well, it's mainly just get that hotel room, can you? Eh? No. Mate, oh, I can remember at the hostel a man got and would you remember like we went down to breakfast and like there was a guy who just got a full roast dinner for breakfast I don't remember that's the measure that's the measure of, yeah he was like good like a roast chicken and peas and gravy I can remember him in like <laughs> roast dinner for breakfast I mean look because didn't you bring your own food by the so like how did he get all of that like well, he must yeah, have I don't know. Either. Like, what a great way to start the day. The day. <laughs> <laughs> In a hostel, Just, though. Do, what do people feel like? What do you feel like your main takeaway is from what's happening in Iran? One of hope that people will, mm. will fight. Yeah. Eventually. In the UK as well. I almost think it's got to get really bad before people actually do anything, which is a shame. Does it have to get really bad to the point that it is, it is unbearable? What do you mean with like climate change? I think it's going to have to get to a point where it actually is impacting rich people or rich countries and their way of life before they're going to do anything. And that is a sad yeah, um, Iran. That's another thing that's like been a catalyst with, with Iran as well. Like their country is being ravaged by climate change already, mm-hmm. um, which I think has like affected their economy because that's, that's another big reason why they're all so fucking fed up of this regime is because their economy is so bad and people are like, really poor and just treated terribly like it's not just the women the women are just being treated especially badly um Mm. on top of everything so that's the thing with these kind of like very totalitarian regimes it's like how fucking long do you think you're gonna get away with this because if you look at every fucking regime like this in the history of mankind they've all fucking toppled at some point because people have just got so fucking pissed off in the end like it's like, what, how long do you think you're going to get away with controlling people like this? It's kind of, like, well, it's silly, isn't it? They did it for a long time. They yeah. did do it for a long time, but it's... It and they find new ways of doing it. it. Like, I think that, yeah. like, you, like you say, with the media, they now use that as a form of oppression by mm-hmm. putting out a certain narrative. Like, I think oppression evolves with the technology and the time, but... yeah. One thing, like, Michelle Obama said this on her podcast, she was like, progress is circular, it goes forward and then it goes back and then it goes forward again and it circles back and yeah. that's just the way but we we you know look at where we were hundreds of years ago and look at where we are now there yeah is exactly it always ends but up it, going forward yeah. eventually doesn't it so it's like be on the right side of history you know yeah i just want to like i just want to praise those women and the men by their side and yeah. just yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah me too um I feel very inspired by them. Mm. But then I think I feel inspired. I feel like fired up. I feel like, oh my God, look, they're doing it. They're standing up to a regime. Ours isn't, you know, quite as horrendous, but I feel like we should be standing up to them. Mm. Uh, and even though I feel fired up, I'm not doing much more about it. What can we in do? In this country. I think I need to be more politically active in the UK. Mm. Um I had but join to... a political party and actually engage in it. Yeah, yeah. I have thought about that because because I'm always like ranting on about politics. People are like, you should be an MP. You should join a party. And I'm like, I don't have time. But I mean, I think that's part of it as well. Though. Like the way that life is set up is that like if you do a job, like a busy job, then you're and you're raising a family, then there just isn't time a lot of the time to really do everything that you would like to do. Yeah. I feel like you kind of lose your voice a little bit weirdly by becoming a pm as well because as soon as you become a pm it's like um i mean um a member of parliament um Mm -hmm. because like because then it's like 
suddenly everything you say publicly has to like you have to have this consideration behind it of how is this going to affect how many votes I get and oh, like at the same time you kind of you lose that freedom to really be honest about what how you think like that's that's the, why I love what like what I do now is because I can literally say whatever the fuck I want but true, I couldn't do that if I, I couldn't do that if I was an MP at all well, at the same time, though, Gory, you do have to be careful to some degree because if you said something that was going to lose you or your mm. audience, I'd get what you mean, though. Like, it's not the same as being, you know, having to get the votes of the majority, which is yeah. What... Like when this camera's turned off, Gory is a hateful <laughs> right wing. Oh yeah, yeah. Minority hating. Fucking beast. love Boris, oh, me. Dear. she's got so many women pregnant. Once married to another woman, she yeah. just cannot help herself. Yeah, there's so much you don't know, listeners. And uh, and she and and she farts, and uh, with the window up in the car. Yeah, she does. It's um, pretty funny though, isn't it? It's pretty funny. <laughs> right? I mean, you love it, right? So yeah, so I think like one thing that I would like to take away is I want to be more active. I'm really glad that we're talking about it on the podcast. Brilliant. I want to stay informed about it. And I think it's as, as important as well for feminists in countries like ours where it's not perfect, but you know, we have it a lot better than some other women do. Is to mm. like it's important if you're a feminist to stay informed and to support women all over the world. Because it is mm easy to be a woman and in- i like listening to the i like i like to keep up by up to date with stuff by listening to the owen jones podcast because mm-hmm. he always does really quick ones that basically yeah. talk about you know what's what's going on yeah, and yeah like yeah. he keeps me up to date and sometimes my views are slightly not aligned with him but some, mostly they are and i also find him a reliable source of um updating information i mostly watch like navarro media mm-hmm. um and uh, Double Down News and also Byline Times do some good videos. I don't know if you've seen them. Yeah, no. They're very sort of left wing, um, mostly sort of journalistic writings on their website, but they also make videos on YouTube now. And like I, I watch a lot to keep up with American politics as well. Like I watch Philip DeFranco mm-hmm. on YouTube and mm-hmm. I also watch Hassan Piker covering things on mm-hmm. YouTube. He's like mostly American stuff. but Well, I think a big thing as well is to stay hopeful mm-hmm. that's what i feel when i see what's happening in iran is people still have faith and they're fighting for what they believe is the right thing because i think it can feel like i know we felt before we've talked about politics here and people are consistently voting in the conservatives even though they don't give a fuck about them sometimes mm-hmm. you feel like there's no hope mm-hmm. and it's just going to carry on but that's what i feel i'm getting from this it's like there is hope. Keep fighting. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like the main, you know, takeaways always got to be don't, don't let the bastards grind you down. Don't let the bastards <laughs> grind you down. <laughs> very, very that. Yeah, you need to get that on a t-shirt. Right, I need a wee, guys. So I'm gonna go, and I also need to get ready for my night out. Okay. All right, darling. Have a good so, night. And I'll see you next Have a lovely time. time. So, yes, good chat, everyone. Loved it. Great chat. Great chat. Great Bye, chat. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.